Hi, you guys. This is Richard Sachs. I'm your host on Lost Arts Radio. It's nice to see you again. And we have a very interesting show we've been waiting for for a while tonight with our friend Mark Steele from the UK. And he was on the show a while back that you may or may not remember. The archive is still available. And I recommend taking a look at that for extra background. Mark's got some really unusual technical background that uh, allows him to speak about wireless radiation, not just 5G, but the other sources of it too, other technologies, what, what's really involved in it, wavelengths and frequencies, and uh, a lot of things that people think they know about it that may not be exactly accurate. And so we're going to go through as much of the relevant material as we have time for now. It's going to be fast and uh, short, but relevant interview. And we're going to talk about it, too, in relation to some things that are happening right now in the world that we'll bring up during it. But what I'd like to do first for the people that don't know Mark yet is to go over with him the parts of his background that he is open to sharing with us. So we'll start with that, and then we'll get into what's going on here. Um, welcome, Mark, and thanks for the time. I really appreciate it very much. And... um what I'd like to do is start for the people that have no idea what we're started, what we're talking about tonight. Maybe don't have background in 5G. These shows are not just for people that are already up to date and know everything we're going to talk about. This is for new people also. So, um, why don't we go over what, whatever parts of your background and technical experience that you want, and then we'll get into what all these different types of radiation are and what they do. Well, uh, the, my background uh, start off, I'm an engineer. I've got an engineering background in material sciences, so okay. f- uh, fatigue mechanics. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's basically my speciality, or was a speciality. And, you know, I worked in uh, heavy engineering for a number of years, and then I was, you know, it was in the 80s. It was an absolute uh, disaster in the United Kingdom where most of the manufacturing was actually taken to Asia. So I had a total uh, clear out of a lot of the, you know, the heavy engineering uh, businesses, you know, shipbuilding. We lost a lot of shipbuilding, we lost the mining contracts, etc. Okay. And, and when you say heavy engineering for people that don't know, what's heavy engineering? Heavy engineering is usually when you explain uh, larger engineering uh, projects. So, you know, possibly power stations, nuclear power stations, you know, that that's basically heavy engineering where, you know, you're basically bending large pieces of metal. <laughs> so okay. shipbuilding and shipbuilding and, you know, anything to do with, uh, you know, basically mangling metal, but lo- rather large parts. So where you start to get in, you know, some of the other engineering uh, aspects can be very, very small. You can be looking at the very, very uh, small parts of things. Well, heavy engineering just means, you know, you're working on things, Big whether parts. they be yeah, plant and, you know, large plant equipment, stuff like that. So that's basically heavy engineering. Okay. But I thought that, you know, the 80s was a total clear out in the United Kingdom. We lost all of our uh, industrial uh, manufacturing and heavy engineering in particular took a really large hit. And I ended up at a uh I was invited to uh, get involved with a project where we had to do quite a bit of uh, training before we got to that particular facility. And I was actually in Scotland for about uh, two and a half to three years at a secret weapons facility that I cannot talk about because it's covered under the USC, that's the Official Secrets Act. So I worked on that project for a number of years 
can't really go into that at all, but it was when I was first exposed to electromagnetic radiation and the capability of the said electromagnetic radiation. So I realised that it wasn't what people, uh, you know, put possibly portrayed as is this benign you know non-ionizing radiation is perfectly safe because right, it's uh, right. so that basically uh, dispelled that one and there was a lot of other things that i came across at the time which uh, basically got me to question the mainstream narrative um which you know so you meet a lot of very interesting characters uh, on these projects anyway i left there and i went oil and gas industry i worked in oil and gas for a number of years I then uh, had a number of uh, a a couple of companies who I used to uh, deploy uh, people in the oil and gas industry and we got involved with a particular project which was a target acquiring weapon system for BE systems it was a torpedo uh, target acquiring system the reason I can talk about that's not covered in the USA we came across that project by default uh, it wasn't by design, and I built all the subsea target rigs for that particular piece of equipment. So I understood about, uh, you know, the target acquiring equipment on the battlefield, but I was working with quite an interesting group of people who, you know, it, it sort of added a lot of meat and potatoes onto the thing that I'd worked on uh, in the 80s, this secret weapons uh, facility. Uh, so it added quite a lot of uh, knowledge uh, in relation to that. And then I started inventing a number of products to mitigate um, these weapons on the battlefield. So I had a significant number of patents, uh, ma- mainly head-up display systems. So head-up display systems, because one of the things, one of the major problems with this type of weaponry on the battlefield, you really don't want to have your head exposed to it. Uh, so you need to have mechanical type uh, weapon sight systems. What you don't want is telescopic sights, binoculars, total no no. If I was, uh, if you were looking on a battlefield with a pair of binoculars and let's see a LIDAR system, this is a battlefield interrogation piece of equipment that a lot of the weapons platforms use. Tanks use them quite a lot. Lots of other weapons platforms, basically for interrogating the battlefield. If that laser it's a laser radar cross system, and if that laser system catches your binoculars, you increase the power density and basically will damage and possibly put your eye out because you're actually increasing the focality of the radiation into the eye from the binoculars. So even though it wouldn't be pretty safe without the binoculars, putting the binoculars on would be extremely dangerous. And this is one of the reasons why a lot of the new uh you know, weapon sights on guns are mechanical, so you've actually got a screen. What you don't do is look down the uh, a focusing uh, lens because that can focus, and especially if you're going in against a, uh, a technical adversary, because that technical adversary most possibly has got the same equipment as what you would have, and consequently what you don't want to do is blind all your troops. So that's one of the reasons for the head-up display systems that I got involved with. And I invented a number of different uh, binocular waveguides to uh, to deliver uh, the image to the near eye area without actually damaging people's eyesight. Because one of the things with the infrared weapon sight systems, uh, there was a lot of uh, 
Vietnam, uh, you know, a lot of veterans' walks, the eyes were damaged irreparably due to the infrared uh, weapon sight systems, you know, night sight mm. type mm. equipment. So we use, you know, what we do in the weapon sight systems that are developed, we use a 560 nanometers frequency, basically green light. You'll see that in the Apache helicopter. So one of the... Um, one of the great things about the waveguide that I invented, another waveguide I invented, you could actually give full spectrum uh, visualization without the damage to the eye due to the uh, the mitigating radiation parameters of the actual waveguide that I invented. That was quite a clever little piece of kit, and it was it was it had a massive value. So, so, and you were saying that it was it in Vietnam that they were damaging their eyes with the. Infrared sites, infrared sites in Vietnam. A lot of, lot of, uh, lot of uh, U.S. troops were uh, they I say it was irreparably damaged. That was okay. How, how is that related to something like a regular off-the-shelf red dot type site that goes along the top of a rifle and you can? Well, the red dot sites actually firing the red dot out over, not in over. <laughs> if you use an infrared sight. You're getting, light, you're getting light radiation coming into the uh, back of the eye, and obviously infrared's a thermal uh, temperature, and it damages the retina. And that's the reason why you use green sights now. But at the time, they didn't really know that. What they did, they just damaged a load of troops' eyes. So does that mean that the visible red light used by red dot and technology is also dangerous? Or not? If it's shined it, it, into your eye, definitely. Well, the inf- the... The infrared scanners that they were using in airports, you know, when they were doing this scanning of the eyes, so like a biometric type test. Well, if yeah, you go I've to always s- wondered what those do to your eyes, actually. Well, if you go to any of the airports now, you'll see they're not there. Huh. So what do those do to the different parts of the eye when you get... Well, of course, central nervous system cancer, for one. Right. Light radiation, all, uh, all optical radiation is a hazard. Uh, artificial light is an extreme hazard. It's the reason why I don't look at the sun. Photons enter the eye from a reflection. So you'll get a reflection from, you know, you'll get a photon or a wave, uh, a light waveform actually hits an object. You'll then see a reflection from that. And that's what allows you to visualize uh, what's actually in front of you. What you will most certainly not do is actually shine light directly into the eye. A bit like, the, you know, the Google Glass device, it actually shone the light directly into the eye. And I thought Google had done something extremely clever. I couldn't understand how they'd actually uh, organized this thing to be really clever. And then I spoke to a guy who bought a Google Glass device in, um, in, in Japan. And he went out in Tokyo, got back to his hotel room, and he had a residual image left on his retina for two hours. He couldn't get to sleep. Hmm. Uh, and I knew, uh, well, basically, that's pretty lethal. And they didn't call it killer tech for nothing. You know, they call this stuff killer tech. It's totally unregulated, untested, uninsurable. How did, you know, I mean, I don't know how they covered that one up, but that was a bit of a a bit of a catastrophe. And I was telling people, Google Glass won't last five minutes, because not only it'll make you sick, you know, of course, psychological trauma, neurological trauma, irreparable neurological trauma. Uh, and obviously, uh, and then all of a sudden it just disappeared off the market. Yeah, I haven't seen anybody mention that for a while. And and just so that people know, that was a technology in, embedded in a pair of glasses, right? That would give you all kinds of information like the Terminator 
you know, while you were looking through your glasses and it would give a readout. And, am well, I know how many people realize that pulling up the radiation directly in the eyes is a very, very dangerous, uh, yeah. dangerous uh, idea. Let's put it like that. Right. I thought they'd done something really clever, but they hadn't, uh, which was totally bizarre and showed that these technology companies are just totally out of control. You know, they've got no uh, reference point of safety, uh, a bit like some of these mobile phones and the radiation levels they emit. There's been no... Uh, they, the R standards, the FCC standard, I mean, the 1.6 watts per kilo, which is the maximum uh, to be emitted from a mobile device. And, you know, it tells you in the mobile device not to have it anywhere near your head for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, you know, there's been a recent uh, research project in America and a massive legal case going on against Apple and Samsung where the where the devices, when they weren't actually on, were, were, were 300% over the FCC standard, which is the law, and when they were actually in use, they were 500% over the FCC standard. So that's pretty bizarre. Because whenever you develop any products and I've been involved in a significant number of product developments over the many, many years, I've been in engineering and research, uh, you always, you develop a product to a standard. You don't develop it outside of the standard. That would be impossible because obviously you've got a set of standards. So all of the technical equipment that goes into these, you know, these smartphones, would have to be assessed prior to them being put in there. So what I couldn't understand was why anybody would build a product that would emit radiation levels well over uh, the the standard because that would be illegal. Um, that would be a, an offence. Now, the reason why they have these standards is to protect the public. So how do you get away with building products that will certainly won't protect the public but cause them significant neurological brain cancers, neurological disorders, stroke increase, cancer increases, and all these sort of things uh, from products that you bring to market that you obviously haven't followed the correct uh, guidelines and the standards that are laid down to protect the public. You're talking about all kinds of products like cell phones and smart meters and other kinds of radiation sources that are out Well, there. all of these technologies started to be come to market, and this is when I started getting very, very uh, exercised about, you know, the LED streetlights that you see in the streets. Right. They're biologically toxic. The 450 nanometers is uh, lethal to all insects, all biological life, including humans. Uh, it damages the eyesight. It is uh, retinal cell toxic, so it will actually blind you. So all of this equipment that's been uh, put into the, uh, you know, coming into our streets by local authorities, local governments, all illegal, all unlawful, all insur- uninsurable, untested, unregulated in breach of the Nuremberg Code. And this is where, you know, I came across 5G. 5G installed in street furniture, so street lights, small antennas on the top. These were single elements in large urban radar arrays. So they can actually see you, they can they can see you, they can hear you, and they can shoot you with this equipment. So they can basically murder you with the equipment. When I was first telling people in about 2000, uh, 
16, 17, that the law of counselling gates that had fitted a weapon system to the street, like, well, you can imagine most people just thought I was absolutely crazy. Uh, Because obviously they had cognitive dissonance. They couldn't get their head around it. Well, I couldn't get my head around it either. I couldn't believe that the council had actually fitted a fully uh, organised uh, target-acquired weapons system and put it in the streetlight. And they didn't know what they'd fit. They thought it was a control management system. However, because of the technicalities of it, I knew exactly what it was. Hmm. So, and you mentioned LED lights. Those are available uh, retail all over the world, right? People are putting them in all kinds of application at home. They're being used in greenhouses to keep the light going in extreme latitudes where they don't have enough hours of sunlight. They have LED systems they put in the greenhouses. Um, all kinds of applications for everybody's house. And you're saying those aren't so good for people either. Well, LEDs LEDs are probably one of the most dangerous uh, lights, artificial light sources that you can be exposed to. However, if you have them in the ceiling and the don't catch the eye, so if, the door, if it's not a point light source, mm-hmm. then it's, it, 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 it's, it's not as risky. You should never ever have uh, a point light source directed at the eye, any artificial light, but some of the LEDs, the blue phosphor coat, these are the 450 nanometers frequency uh, LEDs. They are extremely toxic. In fact, they used to kill all, you know, any sort of pupae. They use them to uh, wash bulk feed before you put the bulk feed in the carrier. You pulse modulate the blue light radiation and it kills all fruit flies. And that's why we don't see any flies or any uh, moths or any of these small insects yeah, those fly around these almost disappear. Totally disappear. You know, right. you've got them in uh, car headlights. They're pretty bright. They're not bright and dazzling uh, just as a matter of course. I think are they to cause uh, blindness because that's exactly what they will do. They cause retinal cell death. Aren't they in that's most of the flashlights up. now too? Flashlights, well, you know, if flashlights are fine, but just don't point them in people's eyes, it's all right to get the reflection from that light. But you see when you've got, you've got oncoming traffic and you've got some of these lights that are shining in your eyes. Right. That's pretty dangerous. But the, if you look at a lot of these LED streetlights, they've got no diffuser. All artificial light has a diffuser. And we've got street furniture. We've got streetlights being put up by cities, mayors, and all the rest of it. With no diffusers. Well, if it hasn't got a diffuser, then it's extremely dangerous because that point light source, especially from a toxic 450 nanometers LED, would blind the population. And not only will it blind the population, they'll get central nervous system cancers. Barcelona only had these LED streetlights in for less than three years, and they've doubled the breast and the prostate cancer because it disrupts the circadian rhythm which is obviously a, 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 an issue. Mm-hmm. It depletes the vitamin A production. So it basically knocks your whole sort of uh, homeostatic system to pieces. And right. because of the stresses, the stresses it causes on the biological structures, and obviously it's, uh, it's going to be pretty a, a bit of a catastrophe. And this is how I knew that what this whole green agenda the whole green agenda was to bring smart as LED streetlights, zero carbon by 2030. Well, what they mean by zero carbon, you are carbon. You are carbon. They want rid of you by 2030. 
And that fits with the intelligence documents. We have an intelligence do document that shows they're going to kill 200 million Americans by 2025. That's what the plan was. That's been, on Deagle, that's been on the website Deagle, right? Deagle. Well, Deagle have just recently updated that to say it's going to be worse. See, when oh, Deagle I, put that document out, I said it's going to be worse. And <laughs> actually said yeah, those it, numbers are an underestimation uh, because, you know, if people, I mean, the United Kingdom, I think they're going to kill 55 million by 2025. Well, that's not the case because if I kill off, all of the expertise at these nuclear power stations, you know, and the, where the cooler pools, where you've got spent fuel rods and the reactors, you cut yeah. off that expertise, you lose a nuclear rap, they're going to kill everybody. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure they would never intend to do that, right? So, and what, how does, how does it, you know, when you step back and look at the larger picture of all these different non-ionizing radiation sources you mentioned, uh, smart meters and things like that, the whole Internet of Things is supposed to create this gigantic web over everything that's full of non-ionizing radiation emitters, right? It's just a, it's just a large kill grid. Yeah. Densification, the more radiation, that, the more non-ionized radiation that uh, enters or hits the body, it passes through the body, um, obviously depending on the frequencies, you know, some of the higher frequencies won't pass through the body, but some of the lower frequencies, some gigahertz in particular, travels you, through you like a knife through butter. I mean, it's not, mm -hmm. it's not as, if, as if you're even there. There's a longer wavelength that you're talking the about. The shorter, yeah, yeah, the shorter. Yeah. Shorter, okay. Yeah. You know, when we ever we start talking about this kind of stuff, what really amazes me, and, and this is coming up this morning earlier too, these are pieces to a puzzle, you know, with the, an extermination agenda, basically. And if there was supposed to be a, an elite remnant left in the end, they wouldn't be killing off the life support systems of the whole planet. You only do that if you don't plan to have anybody left. And, and I'm just saying there are all these pieces that are going toward the same conclusion. Almost no one is putting the pieces together to see what's going on. It's... It, it's really strange. It's, it's absolutely, uh, you know, the, the, the issue that we have, we've got a, we've got a, a satanic agenda that wants to kill all biological life on the planet, kill the creator's creation. Including themselves. Including themselves. And, and I think that's what makes it so hard for normal people to understand, because everybody can kind of grasp that, oh, you want the planet for yourself, and so you're going to be, you know, the one in charge even if everybody else is gone. That's not the idea. No, that's not the idea. They, Satan's they, a great deceiver, you see. Satan deceived yeah. <laughs> You know, these Satanists who are, who are pushing this, you know, the Bill Gates of the world, So uh, you, the Bill, they die. You know, he thinks, you see, this is this just shows how stupid these people are. They think they're safe. They're going to go under the underground bunker. They're going to be okay. Right. They're going to kill off, you know, six or seven billion of the world's population. That's not the case unless... They're going to come out the hole in the ground and with their nuclear powers team for the rest of their life. Right. And, you know, I think Bill's problem is that he thinks he's really high up the ladder, but there are people above him that know that the agenda is not to save anybody. And if they told him that, it would be bad for morale. You wouldn't get the as enthusiastic support from your servants. Exactly. Right? Well, it's, just, it's a spiritual war that we fight. I want to take a slight diversion into what you said to fit in the cell 
uh, non-radiation, non-ionizing radiation from the cell uh, generations of phones, starting from 1G, 2, 3, 4, in preparation for looking at 5 and how it fits together? Well, we'll start off with 1G. Everybody had a 1G. Well, not everybody. You couldn't afford them. And you couldn't afford to use them a lot either because the calls were that expensive. So you had 1G, 2G, talking text, and then you had 3G. Then you started getting the internet of things with 4G. But then you had 5G. You know, 5G is the five points of the pentagram. Hmm. There's no 6G. Amazing coincidence, isn't it? It's amazing coincidence. I don't do coincidences. (laughs) uh, I've never done coincidences. I just do the science and the technicality. It's always been bizarre to me. When I realized that, you know, there's no 6G. Now, the industry were talking about this 6G, and I was thinking, hang on a minute. Well, if by the time you get this 5G weapon, there's going to be nobody for the 6G. So why would you want to have 6G? And then the world, uh, it's a, the uh, WAF, right? This world, sorry, the World Economic Forum, they've come out and said there's no 6G. There's only 5G. Well, there's only 5G because that's the end. 5G is the kill. It's the total mm-hmm destruction of all biological life on the planet the great thing is we're too early right i've noticed that on the 5g on the 5g installations they don't take much power for the stated purpose and they've got these gigantic power you know supplies on these little antennas like they just made a mistake and maybe there was a sale on big power generators or something and they just put them in because it was a better deal that day but i don't think that's what's going on that's what they keep telling me. When I, you know, there was the antenna boards on the uh, on the micro five uh, G transmitters in the street furniture. They had three thousand three hundred watt relays. It's a switching relay, so you can actually pulse modulate. They had massive capacitance, so large capacitor boards on an antenna board. And you know, people are saying to me, "Well, you know, why do you want a, a bank of four fifty volt?" Right. Uh, capacitors, basically a storage of energy that can be, you know, released in a in a, in a millisecond and you're going to yeah. massive wattage and then have a 3,300 watt relay to buy that signal down that antenna is a direct energy weapon. But <clears throat> as soon as I thought, I knew exactly what it was because I've got a bit of a, uh, I've got a bit of a nose for weapons. <laughs> right, right. So it's not really for downloading movies. Got absolutely nothing to do. Five G's got nothing to do with telecommunications. In fact, I was talking to a guy the other day. He's getting a five G phone. So he I said, wants he to be one of the first. One of the first. Yeah, but he's paid. I think he's paid a, 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 near, near a couple of thousand dollars. I've got a five G phone. I said, "You haven't got a five G phone." He said, "I have," and he had a five G stock, <laughs> like an, an embossed five G. I said, "You've just paid two thousand dollars for." for a stick on a phone because I said that's not a 5G phone a 5G phone would actually collimate the technical parameter for 5G is direct energy yeah you direct energy weapons that's what they are 5G so a 5G phone would actually be able to focus a beam wave from an antenna a set of patch antennas within the phone would Mm -hmm. actually be able to focus that radiation now can you imagine (laughs) <laughs> right so so what you're doing what you're really doing is you're getting the enemy to carry something on their body that's going to make sure you don't miss 
you would well you wouldn't miss if you get the vaccination the vaccination's got aluminium nanoparticulates and tungsten nanoparticulates so that's and kind the, of an antenna also basically you'll be coming on that's why they're pushing the vaccine they're pushing the vaccine to kill you the the vaccination the whole coronavirus well COVID, or let's say SARS-CoV-2. SARS-CoV-2, the main contributing factors that cause that uh, pathogen to increase in the body, which exhibits as pneumonia and a number of other, Mm -hmm. you know, snotty noses and all the rest of it. Right. Electromagnetic radiation is the main cause. The second cause is oxygen starvation. Now, I can cause oxygen starvation either using a 60 gigahertz frequency or I get you wear a mask. So I right. get you to wear masks. Right. So there's a big focus on oxygen deprivation right now. And I, I want to clarify one thing you said. N- they're making believe that these crazy conspiracy people are thinking that radiation causes viruses. And that's not what anybody intelligent is, has ever been saying. They're saying that they activate certain symptoms. And what, one of the people are talking about... Um, changing the spin on oxygen molecules when they're in contact with 5G radiation. Can you say anything about that? Yeah. So that they're harder to absorb, in other words. There's a a pathogen in the body that's normally in the gut. It's called Capsalant pneumoniae, right? And when I hit it with 900 megahertz, it increases its virility and causes pneumonia. Okay, so, so it's, it's a health food for certain viruses, is what you're it's saying. A, it's a pa- well, certain pathogens, radiation, obviously funguses uh, grow quite uh, significantly. If you go and look at uh, Chernobyl, you'll see a lot of fungus growth around the reactor. Funguses, is this related to some kind of mutation that it causes? It's, it's some sort of, uh, I think funguses are very, very hardy. And obviously, uh-huh. if, if, you, if you increase the temperature and create a nice environment for them where they're getting a bit of uh, heat there okay. <laughs> um, okay. from the radiation, obviously increases that, 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 that pathogenic uh, virility. And, you know, we carry a lot of pathogens. We carry what they call the coronavirus. It's basically the common cold pathogen. That's a big family of mostly harmless organisms, right? Large, large family, large family. But if I reduce your immune system using electromagnetic radiation, then these pathogens, obviously that's how you're going to get sick. The other way to get people to get sick is also reduce the oxygen intake. And you can do that quite well with wearing a mask. So all yeah, the mask wearers yeah. are starting to get more sick. And this is why they're starting to report larger numbers of people getting sick. Right. They're getting sick because they've got lack of knowledge. They're getting sick because they're stupid and they're believing the mainstream narrative. Well, if they just, and you know, I've said this for a few years, Richard, you just keep doing as you're told. You just keep carrying on with the mainstream narrative. And unfortunately, you're going to die. All the things that you don't want to happen to you are going to happen through your ignorance and lack of knowledge. I think it's really hard to break the programming for most people that we've been trained from the small youngest age to absolutely have trust in and reliance on any authority figure because we know they work tirelessly for our benefit and they have no other interest than to take care of us. And I'll just I, I, actually, I think most people be- actually believe that, mostly subconscious. Well, they'd have to, they'd have to believe it. You know, with that, in a dream spell, it's a black magic dream spell. And it's mm-hmm. one of the reasons. I mean, in the United Kingdom, they've just turned around and said, there can only be six people. It's six foot six apart. 
for the next six months. Mm-hmm. Well, what they're doing, they're conjuring up the mark of the beast. And a lot of these people are predatory, satanic, paedophile, uh, ritualistic child abusers. That's what they are. That's how they get away with it. And, you know, we, we know about the, you know, the Peter Gates stories and some of the uh, elites in America, no different to the elites in the United Kingdom, no different to the elites across the rest of the world. Right. It's all predicated. If you go and look at the Catholic Church, go and look at all the symbology, all the satanic symbology, and a lot of people just can't get their heads around it. Go and look at the uh, Cardinal's red shoes. Go and just do a little bit of investigation in relation to that. I mean, you'll find it's absolutely horrific. However, it is what it is. And it's went on for, you know, yeah. this has went on for thousands of years. However, 5G is the key because, you know, people have to understand you've always been a slave. You were traded on the international stock market, so you're birth certificate. You are a slave, absolutely. This time, they're coming to kill you and your children and everything you ever loved. Yeah. It's the time you started to stand up. I think it's just really emotionally, you know, it feels, it's not really impossible, but it feels emotionally impossible for people to imagine that that could be true. You know, there's some, this, I'm talking about normalcy bias, because to think that everything's fine temporarily makes you feel better than considering all these other things. And I think when you're dominated by fear, you can't afford to think about things that you think you might be afraid of. Well, I think it's absolutely terrible, Richard, but I'm not, uh, I'm not fearful. I mean, you can see I'm still smiling. You didn't, you didn't know that you just have to be fearful no matter what? <laughs> not, not fearful at all. You, probably, you missed some of the classes, I guess. I must have missed the classes. <laughs> so, I don't, it doesn't, you know, I mean, people say to me, well, you know, it kind of be real because he thinks it's quite funny. Well, I don't think it's, you know, I mean, obviously there's a serious part of this, but I'm pretty sure that what comes out at the end of it is going to be pretty good. Because we're going to live in a world where all those uh, people who have been pretty ignorant for the last few years are going to not be here. It's consequently the uh, you know those that survive are going to be pretty bright. You know you're going to have some fantastic conversations with the people that are left. That's why it's really important to the current rulers that no one survives. But very important to the current rulers, and that's why we've got to try as hard as we can to get this information out so the people that have the courage. See, I was talking to a guy in Australia, a, a well-known guy in Australia, and he said, you know, Mark, some of the things you say, it's absolutely terrifying. You're going to put these people's heads down. I said, I know, but I said, if they're going to be terrified of the words that come out of my mouth, what are they going to be like when the reality hits? Yeah. And the reality is starting to hit now. All this lockdown is a hoax. The yeah. virus is a hoax. It's all part of a lockstep lockdown so that they can take right. control while they set up the 5G weapons so they can murder you. They're going to give you a vaccination that's contaminated. It's going to allow you to be like an antenna. So that 5G weapon can not only just pick you up and target a choir, it can actually vaporize you, and you just, they just turn it to dust. This is probably how the original spectacle of people collapsing in the street when they first had these little videos coming out of China and people would just fall over and, you know, be bleeding from their head on the street and stuff like that. And they said, oh, my God, it must be a virus that's going to kill the whole world if, that, if that's what's happening. And they had just turned on the uh, voltage on the systems in, in the city there, right? They just switched on the 5G in Wuhan. 
what they've right. done in November, the, the November before they'd already mandated the over 55s to get the vaccine. That vaccine and those vaccines are contaminated with nanoparticles. The fact that there was metal nanoparticles, tungsten in particular, they use tungsten in light filaments for a reason. It's got double the resistivity of aluminium, and it's the reason why it gives off right. that nice, bright... Well, I mean, uh, to be fair, you have to acknowledge that some of the vaccines are, are just to genetically alter people, and, and they act, they're called an mRNA, messenger RNA vaccine, that's going to go into the nuclei of the cells and reprogram them to the extent that it'll be generation to generation uh, mutations. The reason why the reason why the reason why they want the uh, the gene editing technology uh, in the vaccine because they understand the law. They understand the creator's law. The creator's law basically, you know, Satan has a contract. Satan has a, uh, a covenant with the creator. Basically, we're here for a test. This is just one massive test to see who's stupid enough to uh, either take the money, sign the contract, sign the soul over. Well, it's not going to be very good for them. The creator gave Satan the contract, the covenant, right, basically to uh, orchestrate everything on his planet. That's why the Satan's got all the money. That's why they run around uh, doing abusive things to children. Kind of like a, a, a proctor of a test for a university or something. It's a, it's a, this is just a test. It's, this is prior to the ascension. And the, the vaccination has the uh, gene editing technology for a reason. Once you get our vaccination, it immediately starts to uh, uh, gene edit right. your DNA. It's got a number of different uh, DNA strands in there. So you've got dead baby fetus. You've got um, monkey cell line, pig cell line, uh, hamster cell line, dog cell line. So you've got, and then what happens? That then turns you into what's called a chimera. Right. The chimera is basically just a crossbreed. It's not what the creator created. And where they get away with it, this is quite interesting. They can then murder you because if I take the pig to market, if I slaughter a pig, I'm not going to get in any trouble with the creator. Mm, uh, there's no universal sanction. There's no universal sanction for mur- murdering an animal. So consequently, they need to turn you into an animal so then they can kill you without any universal sanction because Satan's got a contract not to kill the creator's creation because if he does, the heavens will fall. He knows that. What he's relying on is people's lack of knowledge. You see, it also states quite clearly in the prophecy, through lack of knowledge, the creator will turn his back on you. Well, if you get that vaccine, it just shows how dumb you are, and consequently, he's going to turn his back on you. So Satan's going to have it turn it with Shemira, and then he's going to switch that 5G on because it's got the nanoparticles in the vaccine, so I can see you, I can shoot you, and you're dead, you're gone, you're gone, but Satan gets your soul, because Satan's after the souls. He wants the, uh, you know, because if you sign up, if you get the vaccination, it's got Luciferin in it. I mean, these people are absolutely sitting there, laughing their socks off and thinking, how stupid are these lot? They've got the 666 mark of the beast, DNA marker in it. It's actually 060606. In other words, it's it's right out in the open and nobody cares. Totally. Well, it has to be, Richard, because you see, they've got to get tacit agreement. Right. S- right. Satan can deceive you, but he can't deceive you 
ultimately, he can't just creep up behind you and hit you over the top of the head. He's got to come straight on and, and, and let you see him. Yeah. He can't just do it behind your back. Right. So uh, it really so, helps to get everybody compromised in terms of functionality that your brains don't work very well anymore. Feed them GMO food and poison food for a long time. Fluoride in the water. Fluoride uh, in the water, yeah. yeah. Residue, residue of all kinds in the air. Yeah. And stuff like that. And then the radiation on top of that. But it's really still amazing that it's so obvious how these pieces fit together. And m- most of the population sees nothing wrong with the picture. We can't save them all. We can only it's, save it's those that have a to see in years to hear. So what about all the people that decide to, you know, I guess this is not completely consciously, but all the people who are watching us right now and going through the video and monitoring the show and all the people who decide to work for to shut down freedom of expression and speech, um, how are they being convinced to do that, that that's a good thing to do? I think it's, you know, a lot of people just like to uh, do as they're told um, for some inexplicable reason. It's not what the Creator sent us uh, yet to be. He sent us here to be uh, individuals who follow the law and not people who just go along and do as they're told. I mean, when I got arrested in Newcastle, uh, we're doing a talk. I got arrested uh, for doing a talk, uh, got handcuffed, took us into the, co- into the, into the police station, and the interview was about these rules. So I said, well, I don't understand. What are these rules? I said, I, I explained to the cop, if you, you know, can you tell us what law I'm breaking? Yeah. Talk- basically free, you know, the right of free assembly, the right to actually be able to speak free speech in the United Kingdom. I said, if you tell us the laws are broken, then that's fine. He says, no, it's these rules, it's COVID, these coronavirus rules. I said, all right, what rules are they? Well, six people, six foot six apart for the next six months. I went, so the 666 rules. So I said, so are you a Satanist? And he went, I don't this was an interview. It's all tape. I've got all the I've got all the uh, tapes. And he said, "I said, so you're saying this?" He said, "I don't know what you're talking about." I said, "Well, you just told us six, 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 six rules." Did so he have any idea this. what that's about? No, I didn't have a clue. This list. I went. He said, "Well, mark them," because he was he was laughing. This list. I read. <laughs> well, the might be saying this. So I said, "Well, I'm asking the question. I want to know: Are you two saying this?" Yeah. As I said, what you're telling me, the British judicial system that's been replicated across the world is predicated on God's law. And you're telling me that this 666 rule has just run a coach and horses through the whole British judicial system. I says, well, I find that abhorrent. I says, now don't go along with that tool, Satan's crack or craft, whatever you want to call it. So I says, just crack on. Training, I've got a 200 pound fine. So I'm going to be fighting that in court. <laughs> so mm, think about that. So it's all, uh, it's all good stuff. Yeah. Most people are, are so educated that they don't have any common sense left. You know, they've been, just been programmed. And it used to be that they understood that science was questioning everything and investigating everything and trying to find out whatever's true, whether anybody agrees with it or not. Now, the new science is memorizing what's acceptable and just repeating it, right? 
lack of, lack of critical thinking, uh, Richard. That's the that's the biggest problem that we'll have. But a lot of people who acquiesce, do as they're told. You know, it's all the part of the school thing. Go to school, be a good boy, do your homework, get your good job, make a few bob. Doing as you're told is going to get you dead. Just as simple as that. They've been working on this for thousands of years. They're going to have a compliant population who don't ask questions, don't critically think about things, just go along with the BBC narrative. Donald Trump stated quite clearly, it's fake news. Everything you were told, it was a lie. Yeah. Your religion was a lie. The reality of what's going on, Satan has dominion over the earth. Go and look at the symbology in some of these religions, the satanic symbology. Right. Well, also, remember in, the, uh, in World War II, and once it was over, I think, the, the, some of the German ministers were asked about how they could convince the whole public to be, you know, go along with this criminal insanity and everything. And he said, well, one of the things, and I don't know if this was Goebbels or somebody else, but he said, if, you, if you're going to tell a lie and you want people to believe it, it really should be the most ridiculous, huge lie that you can possibly tell. And I think you can see that working. They must be following that advice with the so-called pandemic. Because what I've been talking to a lot of politicians lately, trying to get anybody to see beyond the box of prescribed thinking. They're very rare, if, if any. And one of the key points, you know, to not have this go much further is that the test that all of the numbers are based on, they're not just overblown, there aren't any numbers, because the test is bogus. And it's a PCR test, polymerase chain reaction. And it's the inventor said, well, one thing, you can't ever use this test to diagnose anything. You know, make sure you don't. And that's the one they're relying on that's created everything. And they're adding fake numbers and the cause of death from, you know, car crashes are being included. And, but, but the test itself, that, they, that they've just bought millions and millions and millions of new tests. And in the UK, I know they were really happy that they could test everybody in the country once a week soon. You know, and, well, they were bringing the tests in the country in 2017. We've actually got the import, <laughs> yeah. notes on the test. So we're bringing the PCR test in the UK for this pandemic. So yeah. It's a pandemic. Yeah. We'll bring them in the country in 2017. So it just shows the type of thoughts that's the criminals. You know, I always say quite an interesting thing. Scum always rises to the top. It's a scientific fact. We all know we get in the bad gets full of scum. It always rises to the top. Right. These scum have just risen to the top. Just It's just one of those things. Nothing really do about it. What because it's very do. rare that a, a decent, normal person would like to control anybody. They have no interest in it. Well, you've got no interest in it. You see, these people are weak. They're weak, and that's how they end up in Satan's hands because obviously Satan obviously gives them the you know the opportunity to make some money, have sex with children, babies probably, and do some heinous, uh, terrible acts. However, as I've always said, Satan, once again, he's the greatest deceiver of all time because he's deceived them uh, well and truly. Because the whole, the whole little uh, plan, their agenda, start to fall to pieces, but it's falling around that. Yes, and they must be in a bit of a panic. Yeah, they're basically they're fighting for their lives. 
Because well, we've one, dragged them into this asymmetrical war. It is an asymmetrical war. We've dragged them into this war a little bit too early. Unfortunately, they didn't think anybody would work out that they were fitting a 5G weapon system to kill everybody. And we blew the whistle on that. As a lot of people start to wake up to the fact that 5G is not what they say it is. Yeah. And the vaccination guys, I mean, obviously there's a massive anti-vax body. When they find out what's actually in that vaccination, and we do have the electron microscope uh, images of the contamination that is interconnected with the 5G weapon. Because of the metallic na- nature of it, right? Metal. The metallic, well, the, the nanoparticles, once you get those nanoparticles inside, and if they open up the blood-brain barrier, you can with there's there's a number of different ways to do that. Two point four gigahertz opens up the blood-brain barrier, so you'll get the nanoparticles to start to travel across in the brain. And once you hit them with a the microwave radiation, it acts as a as a dormant or what's called a radio frequency identity tag. So mm. when I hit it with a uh, with a radiation, it then causes so normally. Let's say you were going to go for a scan your head what they'll do if you've ever worked with metal in your life they'll always do an x-ray first to make sure there's no metal particulates in your eyes yeah or you know where you probably get a bit of metal can be stuck in the eye if you get a scan and you've got that metal the scan will move the metal and it'll damage the eye and potentially blind you so you must make sure you get it you know you get a, an x-ray before and x-rays are pretty dangerous You've got to get an X-ray of your eyes if you're going to get a brain scan. The same goes with the nanoparticulates in the brain. If I've got a pulse square wave, pulse modulated frequency radiation, hitting a small micro and a nanoparticulate in the brain, and what I'm doing, I'm actually, I cause what's called a localized radiation reflection. So where normally the radiation would travel directly through you is it, it's, is it hits that metal particulate, instead of traveling straight through you, it hits the metal particulate and it actually causes a localized radiation event. So mm. you're going to increase the radiation because you've got a reflection at that point. Instead of it just going straight through, it reflects back. So it doubles the toxicity. It actually increases a lot more than that because obviously you've got the pulse modulation as well. Depending on the frequency which then eviscerates the cell at a very, very, you know, within the cellular, uh, the the brain, it actually just eviscerates that cell because you've got these nanometal particles. And that's what you saw in China. You saw the guys walking along, they were hit with it, because obviously they were scanning them, they had exactly the same street furniture as what we have in Gateshead, basically urban radar, so they're scanning the body, you walk into that field and they go, and then the direct, the direct energy weapon at you, it hits you in the head, bang, and you just go down like a bag of hammers. Right, Basically right. lights you up. And these nanoparticle targets inside the cell, uh, when you're saying it causes a radiation event locally, they're v- really small for each one. Um, you're not implying that the effect of that radiation beam is ionizing, are you? It's not that kind of event, or, or is it? Well, it can be. The focus, if you, you know, it doesn't matter what, I can cause ionization uh, using sound. It's called sonic So you can go and look that up. The, uh, 
the fact that you use the, the non-ionized radiation spectrum is very little uh, in relation to, because that's you're basically using the photon value in that part of the spectrum in the non-ionizing field. Now, you always get this. I get this all the time with academics, and it's because it's a school, it's a massive schoolboy error. And obviously, it also, it's a really, it's a good way for me to interrogate people to know, to understand if they know what they're talking about. Because what they say is non-ionized radius, none of, there's not enough energy in that part of the spectrum to cause biological damage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, that is a total fraud. It's an absolute fraud. All you have to do is polarize the same as you do with the laser. All you have to do is polarize the signal where you get a stacking of the photons, you get enough energy to cause ionization. So I can cause ionization in any part of the electromagnetic radiation spectrum. So the so-called non-ionizing radiation can actually be ionizing under certain circumstances. It only applies the non-ionizing radiation uh, sort of uh, idea only applies to natural occurrence. It doesn't apply mm. to man-made. It's the reason why the sun can't cut stainless steel. You can lie a bit of stainless steel out in the in the in the desert for as long as you want. It's not going to cut through it. But yeah. I can use the same spectrum to cut through stainless steel by concentrate, concentrating it. It what you do, it's the waveform, you polarize, you just stack enough photons, pulse modulate and stack enough photons in that beam, and that causes the ionization and cause plasma. I had exactly the same argument with a lunatic. I'm not a lunatic, somebody, you know, I've got very, very little time for academics who come with me with a, you know, they've got bits of paper. I hang them on that wall. You normally know the type. You go in the office, they've got them stuck on the back of the wall. They're normally pretty pretty thick. I mean, some of the greatest scientists I've ever worked with, and I've worked with some very, very clever people, mm-hmm. very self-deprecating, right? Never blow their own trumpet. Always, you know, I mean, I, I worked with a professor for quite a number of years. I used to call him the prof, and he didn't like it. You know, he's, he's still like, you know, don't you nice guy. No, no, I pick you up a bit and call you the professor. And he said, no, no, don't call us a professor. Right? He didn't like it because he was but he was a genius. The guy was very, very clever. Yeah. The ones that come with the stickers, with the bits of paper, on the desk, right? Believers, they're normally dummies. And I've worked with lots of them, right? So you get on them quite quickly. A schoolboy error, one of the largest things I've always read these idiots out, right, by putting that particular question to them. Because basic physics is the schoolboy error that there's not enough energy in the non-ionizing radiation part of the spectrum to cause biological damage. Well, that's just simply not the case. So I got this electronics uh, engineer document, right? I was in, a, in, a, in an email thread, and he said, uh, I was explaining to this, uh, this uh, the, there's a big legal case going on in the United Kingdom with Michael Mansfield, and one of the technical advisors to this case was on an email thread, and one of the one of the uh, the plaintiffs actually said to me, I was talking about the 5G transmitters, they cause ionization in air. Mm-hmm. And he come back and he went, that's impossible. It operates in non-ionized radiation spectrum, so it kind of cause ionization. So I like, because I'm pretty cheating, and especially with academics. I'm not cheating with lay people. I must admit, I've got the patience of Job. 
But when it comes to academics, I've got very, very little time because that's right. why we're in the mess that we are today. Yeah. So anyway, I sent him this. So I said, what are you talking about? I said, that is, I said, you know what it is? That's, that's a really bad statement you just made. I said, you're going to get children murdered. You're going to get children killed because you're telling people totally wrong, right? Totally wrong and incorrect. And I'll do a little experiment. So anyway, what I did, I put a bit of aluminium foil in the microwave oven and I switched the microwave on. So it was in a microwave radiation field, yeah? And I caused ionization of plasma, right? So I took, I videotaped it, but in a cheeky way. Because <laughs> 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 I'll tell you, I said, no, this is for the dummies. This is for the dummies that mm. think that Microwave radiation fields can't cause ionization, right? Because not only have I ionized that, I've actually caused plasma, right? So I've got a plasma field coming off, right? This ionization, you can see it, no problem at all. So I does the video, send it off to him, and he went, well, I don't understand what you're getting. (laughs) Right. And this just shows you the indoctrination is so embedded. You know, they've been been abused to such a degree. They've been so, so... uh, indoctrinated, they just kind of, even when it's in front eyes, I mean, obviously, uh, ob- observational science is really what you want, you know, if you can see it, well, yeah, you I can mean, observe it, it's, you know, it's, it's a little bit better than theory. Common sense is way beyond the version of science that we've been taught. And, and I've noticed that, um, there's at least two different kinds of intelligence because they're, they're, like you said, this very clever person that you're showing this to that has no idea what you're doing. And there are some people with very high intelligence measured as IQ who can't see what's obvious, but they're really fast at calculations. Well, there was, there was one scientist who came back and he said, that's about the bit. He says, that's a bit of genius. He said, I mean, how did he, he says, how did he even think about doing that experiment? He said, yeah. because it's just absolute genius. He said, I mean, it, it, it would explain it to a schoolboy. I said, yeah. well, he is a schoolboy. That's why I did that experiment. Yeah, you're not allowed to think of things like that. No, no, and, no, I'm not allowed to think and of things I, like that. And I think, you know, when you're talking about, a, a little while back in the conversation, you were talking about all the rights of the regular people being removed by the situation that everybody's in now. And I think in the UK, I'm not any kind of expert in the Magna Carta, but I think the idea since the 13th century, it, the UK or all the colonies and England itself have been known as basically uh, built on freedom, you know, that everybody has certain unalienable rights, right? And that was taken up by the founders of the United States in America, that you have all these rights and they said they're unalienable, or unalienable, and that means you you just have them because they don't you come from the them, government. Yeah. Well, I take them all away. I was arrested for speaking uh, at a at an event in Newcastle. There's a lot of people getting arrested in the United Kingdom now. Lots of people getting arrested in Australia. Anybody walking around if you don't have a mask on? Oh, I know. A mask that would call bodily assault. It causes an assault on the body. So they're forcing you to wear a mask that's going to make you sick. And there's absolutely, I mean, there's a mount of evidence to show that it causes lots of uh, pneumonia-type symptoms, reduces your oxygen intake, causes neurological damage. I mean, the people that wear them have got neurological damage in the first place. I know, but but it's great for constructing the basis of the third wave. 
right? Because it'll show, oh my God, it's now COVID-19 is affecting children because they're making children wear masks. Right. And so they're going to show that it's getting worse and worse and worse because of the masks and everything else. Well, we know women that have, the, the three women in Manchester that I heard of uh, where a doctor's been uh, struck off because he's telling all our people not to wear the mask. And they have developed, you have a, uh, a Legionella bacteria in the mouth called Steely Same name as, it's spelt with, same as my name with an I on the end. Okay. And it's called Steely Eye. It's a, it's a uh, pathogen that's in the, in the, in the mouth. But it needs uh, a mask to be happy and grow better. Legionellas, you've got to breathe it into the mask, and then you've got to breathe it back down your lung. That'll kill you. It's got a 90% kill. You've got a 10% chance of survival if you get that Legionellas so that's back gonna, in your lung. So that's going to prove that the pandemic was true. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, it's like being inside of a sci-fi movie that is not even realistically enough to make it into the theaters. Nobody would believe it. <laughs> well it's the you know i've always said this the problem that we have most people haven't got the mental capacity to believe it it's just it's too it's well you know richard when i came across the uh you know the target acquired weapon system in the street furniture i couldn't believe my own eyes i was looking at this piece of equipment in a street light and i thought i've got this wrong uh, you know, I, I, I just kept looking at it and thinking, what? And I really started like, because it's before I understood about this whole spiritual dimension and the spiritual war that we're in. I'm just basically looking at it from an engineering scientific perspective. And I'm thinking, yeah. what what are these lot got into? You know? And I thought it was just a localized, I thought it was a localized issue where they, they, they made a mistake. And then I realized it was global. And they were rolling this technology right. out across the globe on behalf of some, uh, you know, resilient UN resilient cities agenda, 21 resilient cities agenda. And that all councils had secretly signed up to this COVID multi-billion pound where they're siphoning off billions of pounds from local economies, raping businesses through rates to pay the United Nations so they can put in smart meters all on the back of a fake CO2 narrative to yeah. kill. It's not about saving the planet. It's about killing all biological life. You know the, the doctrine of Occam's razor, where the most likely scenario is probably what's happening. It's, in other words, if you hear hoofbeats of a huge herd of animals running, it's probably not a herd of zebras. And if it's not in the old days in the American plains, it's probably not buffalo. It's probably horses or cows or something like that. If you apply that now to understanding what's going on, the way people would tend to apply that is, well, the most likely thing is government is just working to help you. And so are the biggest corporations globally. So what's going on is exactly what the television says. When actually, if you applied the the theorem correctly, Occam's razor, you'd say, well, look, they're killing you. <laughs> it's really easy to see. But everything's twisted. It's like you said those physicians were struck off and they lost their medical license for telling the truth. They're actually um, suspended currently for trying to warn people about wearing masks. Yeah, so the problem is that 
you get punished if you tell the truth. And so people don't see any option of how would you possibly, what would you do? You know, well, it's either tell the truth or die. You tell the truth anyway. You're going to have to tell the truth. You know, yeah. these people are going to have to start telling the truth. I mean, we've got hospitals that are saying that they're ramping the ceiling, they're empty. You've got them coming on the TV and telling people that the hospitals are full. Well, they're, over, they're overflowing. People are just dying to get in and they are clawing yeah. on the walls and they're trying <laughs> to crawl through the windows and everything. And they're beating them off because there's so many inside and it's, it's horrible. It's horrible, all right. Yeah. So it's, was... all, it's, it's all good stuff. Uh, we're definitely starting to make a bit of a turn. I think they've, uh, the 49 deaths, sorry, 59, I think, is dead now in South Korea. Yeah. That's not going very well for them because you see they've rushed this whole, they've rushed that whole plan. You know, they've rushed that plan. The aluminium cladding on the buildings, that didn't go down very well for them in, in uh, Grenfell Tower where they set fire to the, uh, set yeah. fire to the tower this morning as that didn't go down very well. So they're not doing very well. They're not doing very well and I'm pretty sure we're here to stop them. Well, thing, a lot of interesting things are happening and you can see that the two types of consciousness are, are clashing with each other and one of our major presidential candidates because when we're recording this we have an election coming up and people will probably hear this afterwards but one of our major candidates said 200 million americans have now died from this disease and so two-thirds of all the people in the country are dead at this point and <laughs> nobody said anything it was just okay well we just didn't realize there were more zeros on it. And then the CDC, which is everybody is in our country, worships the CDC. It's one of our major religions that we have. And um, they said, well, no, it's 200,000 only. And then they said, well, 94% of those actually had some other fatal disease. But, you know, it's just details. I mean, you have to be terrified. That's the main thing. It's a rise in the population. It's in it's you know in the United Kingdom you've got the two thousand two thousand and six terrorism act and terrorizing the population for a, a political agenda is a criminal offence. So the oh. authorities actually break the law, which all yeah. looks pretty interesting to me. In fact, when I was in Sheffield when the, they attempted another arrest, I said to the cop as he's on breach the two thousand six terrorism act. And he said, what are you talking about? I says, well, he's instilling fear, alarm and distress in the population for a political agenda. I said, and you're wearing that mask is an offence to me because it's not real. It's right. fabricated. It's false. Did he know what you were talking about at all? Uh, I think they did. I think there's a lot of coppers who are starting to wake up. In fact, there's a chief constable just today in the United Kingdom. He said, we didn't join the police for this. In fact, at some of these freedom rallies, we're starting to agree with the people. Yeah. And actually, people, any people within the power structure that are working to suppress all this, you know, what's really happening, it would really be to their best interests to change direction and become... Well, Lord, Sumption, Lord Sumption's doing a talk tonight with a lot of uh, the legal uh, profession about what's going on. Um, he's retired. He was a senior... Uh, High Court Judge, the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. He's retired and he's actually talking to a number of the legal profession, a large group of legal profession today about the tyranny, the fascism, the totalitarianism of the state operators. So they're not going to be happy about it. You see, once the, <clears throat> the great thing is, you know, we always had a bulwark, which was the British judicial system. 
It right. did become corrupted. However, it's not that corrupted. And I think once, you know, once these judges realize that they're going to die, this is going to kill them. You yeah. know, those Chinese are coming over the hill. No matter what you try and do, the only way we can try and stop this is by getting organized now. And if we don't get organized now, unfortunately, they're not getting their pensions. They might have been promised that pension, but they're not getting it. They're going to well, die. And there could be some judges that are not totally lost, you know, that if... I don't right- think there is, Richard. I mean, I, I had two judges, both, both my judges, uh, obviously they went along with the narrative a bit. But when they realized I was, they were lying about me and basically making things up, and I mean, even uh, Nolan said I was an expert. You know, he could have said I was a loony. He could have said I was a conspiracy theorist, but he didn't. He read me technical brief and me patents and all the rest of it. Right. And what he stated in the court was I was very, very expert. And what he said was the 5G risk must be debated. This is democracy. The public have a right to know it. Imagine the court just went. I mean, it was, you couldn't get in. It was, there was more people trying to get in the court. It's just shame why I didn't have a bigger venue. Right. right. It's absolutely That's- rammed. Very and uh, he said the public have a right to know. This is democracy. The 5G risk must be debated. We've never had any debate on 5G. The reason why we've had no debate, no risk assessment, no test, not insurable breach of Nuremberg Code is because they know it's a weapon. It was always a weapon. 5G has been used as a weapon system on the battlefield since the 40s. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. We've had people on about that. Well, since we're almost out of time, there's two things that I want to make sure and and mention. One is what you're doing now and how people can get in touch with you so that they stay up to date on what you're doing. And and then after that is just a thought that people can be guided by and how they find out more about all these things. Well, we've got a website. It's uh, saveusnow.org.uk. Um, we've also got a, uh, a legal, uh, well, we've got a, a crowd justice. It's a, it's a, it's a funding system to, for people to help out so that we can fight this through the courts. And it's called Let Justice Be Done Though the Heavens Fall. And the reason we called it Let Justice Be Done Though the Heavens Fall is because that was a very, very important time in British history as well as the world where a judge even after being pressured by the cabal, by the, you know, the crown, by politicians, by people in parliament who all profited on slavery, he actually repealed slavery and it, and it cascaded across the whole world. Where What he said was, let justice be done though the heavens fall. And we use that as our, uh, you know, sort of, because understanding what 5G really is, it's all about slavery and death. No, no different to slavery. In fact, it's probably a little bit worse than slavery because they really want you dead. Not only do they want you dead, they want the soul. So that's what we're fighting against. And so anybody who wants to uh, look into that or look into the uh, Save Us Now uh, website, we've got a lot of technical document science on there. Okay. And obviously, you know, make contact, get the newsletters. Uh, we'll get newsletters. We'll get a lot of problems with the internet. We've got a lot of problems with newsletters going out there. Uh, so... It is pretty fraught because obviously the controllers uh, do do not want us to uh, get the information out that we're putting out there. Right. So I think it's important for the controllers and everybody in all the multiple levels below them to know this is an opportunity 
for you to be brave enough to tell the truth and at least spend whatever's remaining in your current lifetime to do something you can look back on and feel better about. They need to ask for forgiveness. That would be good. That'd as long as you ask for forgiveness, there's always, there's, you know, the creator always left the door open. That's We're right. not here. I'm not here to judge anybody. I'm not here to judge people. The creator's no, here to do the judging. The forgiveness is way beyond justice. Yeah. And, I, and I think no matter how bad of things we've done, you, you can change course anytime. And the rewards are a lot better. Absolutely. I'm, I'm no person to judge anybody. I've done things that, you know, you wouldn't want to, uh, you know, not, not, nothing to be yeah, proud of. I mean, consequently, you know, I'm not a judge. I don't judge people. What I'm saying to people is anybody that watches this who's in a position of power, this is your time to repent, to repent your sins, to the Creator, ask for forgiveness. It's always going to forgive. And then a very important follow-up to that is don't do the same thing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> don't do the same. Well, you don't do the same thing because you're going down that to all the hell, believers. And now I'm yet to drag you down there. Yeah, and you're not just avoiding, you know, bad consequences. You're actually doing some good. And you're, you'd really like it. it. It's a lot better results. Fantastic to give. So better the, it's better to give than to receive. Make no mistake about well, it. Well, you know why that is, is because that you receive instantly when you give everything you've got to help, try to help everybody. Yeah. That you're going to receive the most you could possibly receive. So it's not selfless at all. It's just Absolutely. a little smarter. Yeah. So hold on and we'll say goodbye in the break here in just a second. There goes Mark Steele and uh, from saveusnow.org.uk, his site to stay in touch with, with all of his various projects and things that he's coming out with and just to see what, what is going on as he works on the, the 5G and the larger picture that that's part of. Um, really great guest for us to have on, a lot of fun for me to talk to, and so I appreciate his time. And... Um, I guess the, the big issue that we're talking about is the consciousness of humanity. Because as Mark was agreeing with, I think, and pointing out, if even a critical mass, smaller part of humanity wakes up and becomes starts to become aware of who they really are, who we really are, this is the thing that I think that our rulers are most worried about. And that's why they have to keep us sick and unconscious by as many means as they possibly can as their top priority until they finish their agenda of destruction, including themselves. And so that's guidance for us that we need to do the opposite and become awake as much as possible. Take care of yourself. Get your health back. Get your energy back and um, become functional again. So that's our main job if we want to help everybody else. So I think that was uh, that was the bottom line of the whole thing. And then this is our, our Sunday show. Remember, we have a, a show on Saturday that is at 4.30 Pacific, 7.30 Eastern, and that's called Lost Arts Radio Live, usually related to current events in some way. Sometimes we have people coming in as guests, but those are always immediately relevant topics and it's great to have your participation and input on that and comments and emails and what you think of it who you'd like to see there in the future um things that you want us to go into and then 
about a half an hour after that show ends, we have the meeting of uh, Planetary Healing Club for those of you that want to get into deeper levels of that, uh, working on yourself, getting your energy back and, and bringing your consciousness back to what is normal and we've forgotten for a long time. So we invite you to participate in that if you want to. That's accessed via uh, planetaryhealingclub.com, that page uh, you can go to and that'll let you in. And if you have questions, whether it's worth your time or not to do that, just email us. Uh, you can email me at richard at com, and I'll get to that as fast as I can. Um, what else? Support us if you can. We don't do commercials or anything, and we have projects on hold that will happen when money is there. And you can support us on lostartsradio.com at the donate button or lostartsresearchinstitute.org. There's a donate button there too, and that's our nonprofit that runs everything. And then uh, the subscribe star page that we've set up, that Doug set up, subscribestar.com slash channel. No, just slash Lost Arts Radio. The one that's channel is Brighteon, and that one's open to subscribe to for free. So you stay up on the newest videos without censorship. And that's com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. I think that's about it. So again, the message from Mark and from everybody else is, you know, become self-aware, wake up, get your your health and energy back, learn about the suppressed information on 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 health without drugs or anything else and um you get some big rewards if you're willing to do the work on that most of it's in lifestyle upgrades which you can easily do and we talk a lot about how to do that on planetaryhealingclub.com you can get to us that way and uh, join us for the live meeting happening every week and i look forward to seeing you there So thanks for the time being with us with Mark Steele. I hope you enjoyed it and uh, have a great week and we'll see you next time. Thank you. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to Subscribestar.com slash Lost Arts Radio to find our rewards program offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level from extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month, to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs, to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our subscribe star levels are one of a kind, and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on two YouTube channels, Facebook Live, Periscope, which is Twitter, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live 
at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big tech's platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows except the band ones are on our YouTube channels at Lost Arts Radio and at Diamond Disc. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit Brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener form as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month, where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Stay tuned because up next, you'll get to hear a really great song by an independent artist that we're doing our best to support. Go to lostartsradio.com slash music for the full list of all the great songs and bands that we spin on our audio-only podcast shows. If you're in a band and want to submit a song for consideration for airplay on Lost Arts Radio, visit my website at diamonddiscaudio.com for more information about the music placement, mastering, and mixing work that I do. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with.
Through the 